0: Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Getting Animated. There isn't going to be any anime news this week because I'm really excited for you guys to hear this incredible interview with the head writer and voice actor of Craig of the Creek, Jeff Tremont. Um, I also want to say thank you to him again um, for doing this interview. It was so much fun and I got to learn a bunch of cool stuff about a show that I love a lot. Um, So I hope you guys enjoy the episode, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye! Hey guys, so this week on Topic Time, I'm very happy to have Jeff Tramall on. He's the head writer of Craig of the Creek. Um, Go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Uh, My name's Jeff. Like you mentioned, I'm the head writer of Craig of the Creek. uh, And I am also a voice actor on Craig of the Creek. I play Cannonball and Gibson and a bunch of other random characters.
0: Um, First, can I just say that I absolutely love Craig of the Creek. I was so excited to talk to you today um, because it's just so important whenever I see the show, like, it just makes me feel like I'm watching my own family. Um, And this is me going to be like gushing for a little bit, but I (laughs) absolutely love it because it makes me feel like a little kid again. um, I have to say like the family, like barbecue episode, probably my favorite episode because Mm -hmm. I have had so many family get togethers where it's just like, Hey, cuz like, and you just end up (laughs) going back and forth and, Just that whole vibe being on like a regular TV show and have it be portrayed so normally just meant so much to me. And I know it meant a lot to other people. So thank you. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you.
1: I appreciate that so much. Um, I was so excited to do that episode and have that like family get together. And we wanted to make it feel as authentic as possible, even down to them playing Uno, which we couldn't have them play Uno because I guess it's trademark, So they play uh Moja, which is one in Swahili.
0: Oh, that's so that's so cool. I didn't even know that. <laughs> um, so first things first, I do wanna ask you, um, I wanna get it completely out of the way. Do you watch anime? Um if you do, what's your favorite anime?
1: I do watch anime. I don't watch as much as people probably would believe I do. Um I would I mean I got to go with Dragon Ball Z as my favorite anime because it's like the first one I watched but if I had to be more current I'd pick My Hero Academia which I love right now.
0: Yeah, My Hero um is so awesome. <laughs> so awesome. I've honestly been trying to get into Dragon Ball Z um because my fiance loves it. Mm-hmm. However, it's a little hard for me. <laughs> like I went to go see Broly in theaters. Incredible yes. movie. Like yes. hands down. So sick. I was like, okay, now I see why people love Dragon Ball Z. Um as far as the older stuff though, I'm having a hard time <laughs> getting into it.
1: There's a lot of filler that are you guys watching like just straight up Dragon Ball Z? Are you watching Dragon Ball Kai? Or, like so, are you
0: Like he wanted to start me from the beginning but I was like, Can we just watch Super? Because I feel like I would probably like Super a little bit more because it's more current. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. like, way older. Um, it's definitely not, like, the ones you would see on Toonami years ago. Like, this is, like, fresh out the box kind of thing. So <laughs> um, he did not want to start me off with Super, though. But I'm just like, I like everybody in the future time. So we um, have just you know, kind of watching <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. And um, um, Goku likes to start a lot of fights for A lot of different reasons, but just, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'll happen a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of times where it's like, a lot of things could have been avoided if not for Goku. But, you know, that's his role, I guess.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So tell me a little bit about your journey on becoming, you know, the head writer of Craig of the Creek. I know my listeners would love to hear uh, how you got to where you are
1: yeah of course um so i'm originally from detroit michigan that's where i was born and raised um and i never really knew i wanted to be a writer because i didn't know i didn't know i wanted to be a tv writer because i didn't know that job existed um you know i grew up inner city everybody was kind of like everyone i knew either like worked at plants or other places like you know just kind of normal jobs so i never even knew something like this existed so um I actually wanted to be a professional wrestler uh, because I love professional wrestling and when I turned 16 I started wrestling professionally in Michigan and I did that for a few years but um, for various reasons I kind of like fell out of it and by the time I graduated high school I was kind of looking for a new career path I didn't really have any interest in going to college so I went to a trade school for video production. And while I was there, I started doing, like, sketch comedy with some people. And uh, I also started watching 30 Rock. And the, you know, basis of 30 Rock is that there are TV writers writing for the show. Uh, so that's how I found out that this was a job. And I was like, well, I love to write stories. I love to do comedy. Maybe I can do this. So I basically taught myself how to write for TV format. Um, by like downloading books and scripts and everything I could. And then um, was just kind of looking for a way to break into it out here. Um, But I I didn't have enough money to like move to LA from Detroit and try to like survive while I looked for work. So um, I ended up looking into like contests, like writing contests and seeing like, oh, well, there's this place, uh, there's this contest called the Nickelodeon writing program where over like 2,000 people a year enter. But if you win, then they move you to LA and you get to work at Nickelodeon for a year. What? Yeah. and
0: incredible.
1: Yeah. I had never heard... A lot of people don't know about it. But um, there's a few companies that do stuff like that. Like Disney does something like that. And um, I want to say Universal. Um, But yeah. So I was like, this is incredible. I have to enter this like you know this is how i can try to get out there um so i had to write this thing called a spec script which is basically like a fanfic of a show that's existing to show that like if you got hired on this show you could write for it and also Mm -hmm. like that you have a good handling of the characters you know Mm -hmm. so i did one for uh the show called the league and then one for this for bob's burgers and god.
0: I love Bullet I, I do too.
1: It's one of my favorite shows.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Um, Linda Belcher is probably me. Um, she's way older than me. <laughs> um, but I just envision myself like when I have kids or just when I'm like full mom mode, I'm just going to be purely Linda Belcher. Um.
1: <laughs> I think I'm like Bob mixed with Teddy or something. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> So I uh, entered this, uh, I tried to, you know, enter the program um, and surprisingly, like I made it to the finals out of like over 2000 people. I had to fly out to LA to do interviews at Nickelodeon. Um, I did 13 interviews in three days at Nickelodeon and uh, then I flew back home and then a week later they were like, you won one of the spots. We need you to move out to LA to start next month. So then I had to pack up. I moved to Los Angeles in October of 2015, which is approximately five years ago. Um, And, you know, in that time, I got to work at Nickelodeon. I got to learn from a lot of super talented people, including uh, Carl Greenblatt, who created Chowder and Harvey Beaks. I got to work on the show called Harvey Beaks. Yeah, that's the first show I ever got to work on. So I got to work with Carl and a bunch of other super talented people. Um, then I worked on the show called Glitch Texts and, uh, a bunch of other shows that are out right now, like Amphibia and Owl House and et cetera. But I also, you know, got to work on Craig of the Creek, uh, back in 2017, I started out as their staff writer for season one. After season one, I became the head writer and I am still the head writer of Craig of the Creek.
0: That's so crazy. Um. That's actually really cool how you were able to be like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to make sure I find a way out there. Your story is so interesting. The fact that you were able to find your passion in your career from like not knowing it even existed to, <laughs> to now finding like, "Oh, I have this sick talent that I could do." <laughs> That's so crazy. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about like how you felt finding out that you were picked? Like I feel like that is such a crazy moment in itself. You're just like, oh, like for me anyway, I know that if I submit something or if I get something, I'm like, oh, like it's okay. Like I'm not going to get it. Like it's whatever. Yeah. And then you get the call and you're like, oh, I got it.
1: <laughs> it was, it was that, you know, like I, when I entered it, I didn't tell any, I told like my girlfriend at the time, who is my fiance now, and like, my best friend that I was entering and that's it. I didn't even tell my parents I was entering because I didn't think I would get it. I was like, well, I'll try. And then as things start to speed along and then like next thing I know, I'm like telling my mom like, Oh, I have to fly out to California to interview for this job. I might win. Um, so it was crazy. And then of course I didn't think I was going to get it. I was like, okay, maybe next year I'll try again because after we finished our interviews the person who was running the program even said like just so you guys know so you don't get discouraged it's very rare that someone who enters their first time wins their first time um so i already was like oh this is cold for you telling me that i didn't win so (laughs) i'm uh you know i'll come back next year i guess um and i was even like i was working at target at the time as a security guard when they called me and they were like Hey, we want to let you know that like you have to quit Target and move to <laughs> California. And I was like, "Thank you, I will have to." Leave. <laughs> it's like you
0: don't have to ask me twice. Like, just yeah. tell me when I need to go, and I'll be right over there. Um, that is so crazy. Like, that is such an the just I can't even imagine like how you must have felt, and just like how cool it was. But congratulations. Um, Thank you. Because clearly they were right for choosing you. Um. So can you tell me a little bit about your process, like, as a writer for Craig of the Creek? Like, do you have any, like, special things that you do to get in the zone? Or is it, like, one of those things where you're just like, you know what? I had this experience. so I'm going to write it in the show or something like <laughs> that.
1: Um, it's kind of that, to be honest. Like, our room, uh, so our writer's room is... Uh, Me and our staff writer, Ashley Hairston, who voices Ren on the show. Um, She's hilarious. Uh, And it's also our director, Tiffany Ford, and uh, the two creators, uh, Ben Levin and Matt Burnett. And that's kind of our, like, regular writing room. And then as each week, we'll rotate in one of the board teams when they're on their off week. So um, our room's kind of always, like, fluid and changing and always bringing you know more voices into it but we all our main thing for stories is always like well what are some childhood things that we really resonated with as a group like maybe we all had different experiences but all seem to have like the same experience like for example the cookout episode or our thanksgiving episode was like oh we've all kind of had these moments even though we all grew up very different so i'm sure other people did too and they'll really connect with them when they see them and then other times it's like what are some fun kid games that we used to play that we love to like ramp up so it's like oh we all played like four square or the ground is lava or something and then we bring that into the creek but make it like amped up with super kid imagination so um a lot of times it is just like things that really affected us growing up or things we wish we had seen a lot um Uh, One of the things I was really excited to work on was this episode, The Ice Pop Trio, which was Craig and Sparkle Cadet and Cannonball. Yes! And uh, it's these three Black kids just, like, hanging out and coming together to go on this really fun adventure. And that was something that I hardly ever got to see when I was growing up, is just three Black kids just hanging out and not being, like, you know, the cool kid or the nerd or the... Exactly. You know, not being, like the other or the sidekick just like three kids hanging out having fun and i was really excited to do that episode and really excited for people to see that and it seems to have uh gotten like a really good reaction from people so that's my thing it's just making sure that like kids grow up getting to see the stuff that i didn't always get to see on tv
0: yeah of course like i feel like another reason why craig of the creek is so important to me specifically is like you're right like all craig and his friends just be like kids and mm-hmm. i feel like for black kids specifically they always they're always put in a situation where they have to be more grown um when they don't need to be um like you know as in like they have to go to like protests and they have to see mm-hmm. and they have to have certain conversations that like other regular kids don't have to go through and seeing craig just be like all right, mom, I'm going to do this. Bye. And like, go have fun with his friends. <laughs> and like, deal with just regular kid stuff means a lot to me because it shows that not, like he doesn't always have to go through trauma or anything crazy. Like he could just be a kid and really enjoy uh-huh. himself. Um, so another thing that I wanted to ask you, Ella, is about Sparkle Cadet because uh, she's my favorite. um as someone who loves sailor moon uh sparkle cadet just means so much to me like watching her do her transformation was out of this world because i like i said love sailor moon but i've never seen like a black sailor moon Mm
1: -hmm. character
0: or anything and if you did she was like a sidekick character or something weird um so I want to talk more about her and like the other anime references that are in *Craig of the Creek*.
1: Sparkle Cadet was, I believe, the brainchild of one of our storyboard artists, Angel Lorenzana, and our one of our freelance writers, Shakira Presley, and both of them were really excited about getting to get, do like a you know a black magical girl because it's like we like you said it never really happens, and getting to have her be fun and positive and just really play along and getting to show her creativity of like, I made this costume. This is who I am. This is what I do to kind of like fit in, but not even fit in just to have fun. You know, it was really exciting. And I knew when we were doing it, like, oh, so so many people are going to love this. We're going to be so happy to see this thing. Like, this is more representation that no one has had for so long. And of course, everyone loves Sparkle Cadet to the point where people are like, when are we getting a Sparkle Cadet spinoff? And I'm like, keep bothering Cartoon Network and maybe. <laughs> but, um, you know, like th- the thing with our crew is it's like weeb heaven. Everyone is such <laughs> giant like anime nerds and everyone's reading manga and all that. Like even like one of the creators is like loves Evangelion. So there's always like references what? to Evangelion.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>
1: It's like we when we first started, like early in the show, we would do like anime nights and we'd all like get together and watch like Totoro. And uh, like, yeah, like our crew is so full of nerds that, you know, there's a One Piece references everywhere. There's uh, My Hero reference, like everything, you can, especially if it's like uh, one of our board artists is uh, Ashley Tahalon, uh, biggest Anime nerd I have ever met in my life. Every one of her episodes has some type of anime reference in it. Um, half the time I don't even get them because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't read this. I don't know what's happening here. Um, but people seem to pick up on them, so you know, more power to. <laughs>
0: That's amazing, and I feel like because there are a lot of you know, there's just a lot of people who love anime. Anime has gotten super mainstream. Um, Even when you were, like, a closet fan back in the day, like, that is not a thing anymore. You can be out with your anime fandom Mm -hmm. as much as you want. Like, I love My Hero, um, similar to you, and it's so cool going out in, like, a My Hero t-shirt and then someone being like, oh, you watch My Hero too? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes! Hello! Like... (laughs) Let's talk about how great this show is. So I feel like people who are watching, you know, even more Western cartoons and able to see, Hey, there's an anime reference that I know it just means like a little bit more to them. And it holds like an even more special weight, um, for sure. At least I know for me, it does. (laughs) Definitely. Um, so do people come up to you and you get messages and things like that of just them telling you how much Craig of the Creek means to them? Um, I kind of want to talk about, like, your Black experience and, like, how you've changed so many people. I kind of gushed earlier in the beginning of the show, but um, just how does it feel, like, to see this and work on a show that obviously is crafted with so much care and love behind it?
1: Yeah, I do get a lot of people who come up and tell me how much they love the show and how much it means to them, and that means the world to me. Um, Because, you know, like I mentioned... We didn't have a lot of this, you know, a lot of times there are people who are like, I'm so grateful that we have Craig because we don't have a lot. And then people want to be contrarian and say like, oh, well, what about like these shows that came out 20 years ago or 30 years ago? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, that was 20, 30 years ago. And we should never have a moment where there isn't something where people who look like us can see something. And I want everyone to have that, you know, like not just white people, not just black people, not just Latinx people, but everyone should have that where they can see themselves reflected on the screen. And that's another thing about Craig that I'm so proud of because of our crew, we've been able to give that representation, not just to uh, you know black people, but also like um, LGBTQ people and Hispanic people and right. o- other people who, all can have a Creek kid that they can kind of see themselves in. And that's important for me. You know, like I say a lot that like uh, I grew up with like um, static shock. And that was a really big thing for me because that was like a black kid. He was living in the inner city, just like me. And that was the first time I really felt like I saw myself and he was a hero and he was funny and he was smart, but not the nerd. And he wasn't the jock. He was just, a kid you know yeah, and that's was,
0: like awkward and himself yes. like <laughs> he was like awkward and like trying to be cool and suave he reminded me like a lot of like miles morales as well yes. like he's yep. very similar to him like they're just like i'm like trying to be suave and like get a girl or whatever Definitely. Like... <laughs> and you kind of cringe but you cringe with like love and you're just like oh, i just want the best for you <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly and that's you know like that was when i really got to see myself and that was what i wanted when i joined craig i was like the world is here these characters are already really fun and there's so much room to flesh it out and even if it's not, I see myself in Craig. I can see myself in Sparkle Cadet or Ren or Cannonball or Warpsby or Bernard or Jessica or Craig's, like, even as an adult, I can see myself in Dwayne or Nicole or grandpa. Like that's, what's important to me is like really being able to make these characters feel real and not just like, Oh, there's just like the wacky dad. Like, no, he feels like a real character and he's got like, real motivations and when he just wants to hang out with his son and play video games because he knows that this isn't going to last forever. That's real. (laughs) That's we've all been there. Um, so yeah, that's,
0: I'll never forget when the dad, um, he, he thought he was losing his daughter to, like, the uncle um, <laughs> because I've had a situation like that, too, where, like, I'm like, oh, my uncle's here. Like, I'm going to go talk to him and, like, not pay mm-hmm. attention to my dad. And, like, my dad be, like, butthurt. And clearly my <laughs> uncle's like, I'm leaving in, like, two hours. Like, you can, yeah. keep, <laughs> you can keep your daughter. <laughs> um, and, you know, like, another favorite, like, the first thing I did as soon as I woke up this morning was post the mom. And <laughs> in her Missy Elliott costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the whole clip was just like, yep, yeah, this is me. This is like my family. <laughs> We're just this nerdy. Like she's rapping with e- Elliot going to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> 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 like I'm just like, people can resonate with this because this is so this is just like such a family that we've all either been a part of are a part of, or like just known growing up, even mm-hmm. if it's not your family per se. Um, so yeah, just all the little things that go into Craig of the Creek and moments like this are just so important for so many kids, especially this year with everything that's going on. And like, yeah. I feel like kids just need that escape. Um, And like you said, the greatest thing about Craigie Creek is not just for one person. And I know so many different people that I talk to on a daily who are just like, "Oh, did you see that episode?" or "Oh my God, that was so much fun!" Um, So you know, I just think it's so important. I want to say again, thank you so much for this great show. Thank
1: Um, you. (laughs) Thank um, you for watching.
0: (laughs) No problem um so who is your favorite Craig of the Creek character I know there's so many different ones um I know it's hard you're gonna but... make me
1: pick between all <laughs> 80 of my kids I
0: know I know but I did have to ask uh, who's your who's your favorite or yeah who's your favorite I'm not gonna who's your favorite I'm not gonna make it easy for you because I could be like who do you relate to but no who's your favorite
1: I mean, I could cheat and pick one of the ones I voice, but I won't. Uh, (laughs) um, Honestly, my favorite character is Maya, who is uh, the king of the other side's uh, BFF. Um, She's like this cool, kind of quiet, really like super talented fighter. Like the first time you see her, she beats Kelsey in a fight. Um, She is so cool. And we've been able to tell this really, really fun story with her and the King and the Green Poncho that I've really been enjoying telling. And um, yeah, I I would say Maya's my favorite character. Green is probably second um, <laughs> because he's so funny. Uh, I love working with Zeno Robinson, and he is so funny as the Green Poncho, even, even though the character itself is like, basically our batman he's still very like goofy and funny yeah um yeah i i'm gonna stop at those two because i could go forever <laughs> and just pick everyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course um i know you kind of told me you're also your favorite moment would probably have been where they're all hanging out and eating popsicles right so what would you hmm. probably say your second favorite moment is on the show i know you've worked there for quite a bit so there's probably a lot of moments that uh mean a lot to you
1: Yeah, um, I'd say my, if not Ice Pop Trio, my favorite moment is um, our Thanksgiving episode. We did a half-hour Thanksgiving special with uh, Craig's family and his cousins and uncle and aunt and uh, his grandparents. And we even got, like, Keith David to come in and voice, like, future Craig, like, grown-up Craig narrating. And, uh... That episode's really special and fun because, like, a Thanksgiving special was our first, like, actual holiday special. And then getting to do a half hour and have all those people come in and having all those really fun actors together in the booth was just, like, one of the greatest moments of my career, I think. So I'm so proud of that episode. We actually got nominated for an Emmy due to that episode. Yeah.
0: up oh my god well congratulations um another thing I wanted to ask you was so Crick of the Creek does a very very cool job handling like mental health from kids perspective um Mm -hmm. so I wanted to kind of ask you more about like how you guys go about tackling tough subjects like that for kids um I love probably craig and his mom's dynamic a lot probably like my favorite to be honest Mm -hmm. because his mom is very understanding and the way that she talks to him and like helps him like pull apart his feelings and addressing how he's feeling and like craig internalizing a lot of that Um, I just kind of wanted to talk about like your process as far as like handling certain mental health things. I'm just seeing like, you know, the parent isn't yelling at the kid for feeling a certain way or, you know, it's just nice and warm. (laughs) (laughs) I had to explain it. Um, And I'm really big on mental health. And I think it's very important for kids, especially doing dealing with like a pandemic and school and life (laughs) Um, as a whole having to deal with all those obstacles and then being able to watch a show and be like, Hey, I felt like that before. And it's, I'm not crazy for feeling this way.
1: Definitely. I, we're very fortunate to have a, <clears throat> just a truly excellent crew and everyone cares about the show and wants to help out with the show. So there's oftentimes where we're writing stories, or we're, we'll pull in, like all of the story team and be like, this is what we're thinking. This is what we're looking for. You know, like, how do we get there? And I think it really helps the show and the message in that we don't just try to tell stories from the perspective of just like me as the writer writing the story, you know, like at the end of the day, I only have one viewpoint. So opening it up to everyone and getting all these different viewpoints, I think that's what makes the show special. Um, you know, like we did an episode where Kelsey gets asked to a dance by a boy that she doesn't like, but it happens publicly. So she feels like she can't turn him down or she'll look like the bad guy. And I love that story, not because we told that story, but because we told that story in a way where we made it okay for kelsey to feel how she wants to feel and not have to feel like the bad guy for not wanting to go with his kid and i think that there's a way i would have told that story that is necessarily not the right way because i only have my point of view but what we did was open that up to all of the women on our crew and all of them, it felt that way. And they could all kind of give their thoughts and their vision of like how they wish they had handled some things like that. And we were able to craft that story to a place where I think we could all be happy with the message we were telling. And in regards to uh, Craig's mom, like, As much as I think that the crew does a really great job of keeping her character feeling authentic and real and patient, I have to give that up to her voice actor, uh, Kimberly Urbay-Gregory, because she is so good at just the line reads and really, like, feeling the heart in those moments, like when they do the fort episode, like... She is so good at just really tapping into what makes Nicole like a great mother and a really great person. And I don't know if that character would be as great without Kimberly. So she's a absolute delight to work with.
0: Yes, Kimberly! <laughs> um, no, but I, I completely agree with you. And things like that, you know, I, I, always, I keep saying thank you, but things like that are so important because little girls in – Not even just girls, but people should learn to say no or, hey, you know, I don't want to be a bad person, but I don't want to do this. And I feel Mm -hmm. like being firm with your nose and standing behind that is so important nowadays because it's. That stuff travels you, you know, travels with you until you're an adult and you're saying yes to everything when you really don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, you know, you're in a situation where you're just like, I really wish I would have just said no. Um, so thank you so much for this insightful episode. It was <laughs> so fun learning all this really cool stuff about Cry of the Creek um, and just talking to you in general. Um, is there any floor or not? Anyway, is there anything coming up for you that you would like to talk about, if you can talk about it?
1: Uh, um, we're season three of Craig is rolling along. Um, we just dropped a batch of five episodes over the last month, including our half hour Halloween special and a bunch of other really fun stuff. Uh, one episode called Creature Feature, in which I voice a character named Gibson that I'm really proud of. Um, so, yeah, I would say keep an eye out for more Craig stuff on Cartoon Network, on the Cartoon Network app. Uh, the season, first season of Craig is on the HBO Max app. Um, and I guess follow the Craig of the Creek Twitter at Craig of the Creek because we post about new episodes when they come out.
0: Yes, and I'll definitely be watching it for sure. Um, thank you again, Jeff. You have been a complete... Joy to have on you the show. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to talk soon again. Um, yeah. I'm here whenever. <laughs>
1: Same. Um, Hit me up.
0: Yes, of course. And um, yes, guys, please make sure that you support Craig of the Peak. You know, hound, 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 hound for uh, Sparkle Cadet. You know, <laughs> ask, right, because um, I will be front and center for that show uh, if it was to ever come out. Let me tell you that. Um,
1: (laughs) Sorry.